Welcome to a Christmas Roundup episode of The Endless Stream. I'm Aiden, and this week I am coming to you with Kevin. We are two artists, illustrators, filmmakers, and all-round shit-talkers, and each week we take some of the endless stream of festive content brought to you through Netflix, Hulu, Spotify, Disney+, Plus, YouTube, wherever you get your content, we take a chunk of it, we watch it, and we talk about it. This being Christmas Day, Christmas Day 2023, we're going to do a, an end-of-year thing. We're going to do a, a top three things we liked, top three things we weren't that mad about this year. And we're going to just round out the year with you. So if you've eaten your fill of turkey and ham, if you've settled in and watched the Queen's speech, watched Doctor Who, watched whatever Christmas traditions you normally do, if you're, if you're drunk and sleepy, if you're just looking for something to round out your evening, or indeed if you're listening to this on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or New Year's Eve, or whenever, we hope you enjoy this festive episode of The Endless Stream. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing to the podcast, heading over to iTunes, heading over to Spotify, rating, reviewing, liking, subscribing, all of those good things really help us out. Please tell people about The Endless Stream. Come, listen, chat. You can you can follow us on Instagram at The Endless Cast. We put up art to go with each episode. We put up clips occasionally. I'm getting really bad at the clips thing. You can send us a message there. You can tell us what you like, what you don't like, disagree with us, suggest something for us to watch. You can do that over there. It's a really easy place to engage with us. Or you can send us an email at theendlesscast at gmail.com. All of the classic things. All that being said, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, let's get into the episode. I was just about to tell you about the fight. What fight? Go on, uh, tell me. Went Regale to, me. Uh, should I tell this story? You can tell me. You, you can decide whether or not I leave it in. Um, okay, change everybody's name and no, I don't, I don't know locations. anybody's names or locations. Okay. But like, it, it, like I'm trying to. Hmm. It's part of me that walked away from this, thinking, yeah, just keep that to yourself. Um, but now I'm like, well, I don't know. I hadn't told you about it. Um, I came out of a gig on Wednesday night from the lower deck bar in Portobello, and we were in the basement, which is the Bello Bar. And I Ooh, came out nice. and look. Please forgive me and bear with me with 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 pronouns and uh, assumptions and uh, anything else that happens here. I'm going to do my absolute best with language, but uh, sometimes you miss, you know. Um, I came out of the bath, I came out of the bar, up some stairs, out onto that square where the language school is by the canal. You know where it sort of opens up there after mm-hmm. Leeson Street. And I saw in the distance to what my uh, old millennial eyes was a woman in heels, a little trench coat, little brimmed sort of fedora style hat, having a sort of hands-up kind of tussle with a, a, a homeless man, I think, sort of an African... Uh, I don't... He didn't... His English wasn't great. Though he had enough English, it was just, like, heavily accented. Um, and, like, I just saw in the distance a bit of a tussle, and, like, I didn't know anything about either of them at this point, but I just saw... Oh, hold on. This is getting physical with this woman. So I'm heading in that direction pretty quickly. And then I see the woman drive towards him, grab him by the shoulders, step their right leg past them, swing it back, and big hip throw. Tuck the guy Mm. down, flatten his back. Judo throw. Big judo throw. Flatten his back on the ground. Hands in front of him. Gave him a yelling at. At that point, I realized that this was a pretty femme-presenting man. Mm-hmm. Right, so this is a this is a, or or someone who identifies as male to female potentially. Yeah, let, let, I'm just uh, yeah. I'm going to try and use a lot of they them as we go on yeah. here. But but like in terms of like physical architecture, there's a strong male physique at play, right? Whatever else is going on, 
Um, and I was like, oh, cool. okay, well, at least they've put them, this person down and they've separated and they're stepping away and they're creating space and they're moving across the street to three or four people standing under a street lamp. And I'm like, okay, cool. Okay, we've got some separation. We've got some space between and this person has found a bit of safety with three other people. The guy that got thrown gets back up and at this point I am walking towards because I just want to get through them and out mm -hmm. of the canal and walk back to the majority. But at this point, the guy's getting back up and he's coming at him and he's just yelling sort of homophobic slurs at them. And I'm like, okay, well, as I'm walking towards him, I'm like, at least there's now four people standing here and three of the people who are there, just, they just scattered in every direction. They just, they just left and left this person on their own. And it kind of heightened again. And I was like, okay, and now I'm just sort of like going in between the two of them. Going, okay, stop, stop. You, you, need to, you need to go and you need to just... You go, just leave this asshole here. Just like, let's fucking, let's just get you out of here. And like, but after being more abuses yelled at them, they then attack. So the the person yelling abuse is just repeatedly getting their ass handed to them by this person who is like, I'm not fucking taking it. Like, yeah, fair very fair. heightened, very aggressive, very, um, you know, it's an elevated state. They're they're really annoyed. They're really incensed. They're upset. And as to, uh, they're, they're not having any more abuse that comes at them. They're rage driven and they're just fucking going for them. So now we're trying to keep trying to keep two of these people apart. And at that point, like one of them, the the the, the homeless man, he's now yelling at me because I'm sort of trying to stop it. I'm just like no 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 no. And at which point, thank God, three people from the bar spot what's going on from, from the comedy show that I was just at, and they start sort of yelling and sort of saying hey, hey hey stop 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 and now we've got a wall of people to try and keep mm. them apart a bit which is better and there's a little more tussling there's a little more like running around us to futz with each other um but eventually we got a situation where we just one of the people said i'm just going to put them in my car and we'll get out of here and they got the person in the car and they drove away at which point we're just left with the homeless guy and we're just trying to de-escalate we're just trying to whatever we're just trying to wait until he clears the fuck off at which point, I can then start to wander away. But it was a uh, very uh, tense ten minutes. Yeah, Jesus. Um, and uh, such is Dublin. Such is the world. Um, so that's a, that's a that's a, an exciting little start to the the show, right? Yes, this being our Christmas jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride on a one-horse open sleigh. So this, um, I, I, maybe I'll drop this on Christmas Day. Um, That's what this I think is. On. This is our Christmas Day. So um, I just threw up the one where you start with the uh, the uh, find it very funny, find it kind of sad. Twenty twenty three. So we're going to do our roundup. We're going to wait. Hmm? No, fuck it. No, let's just do our roundup. Three things. 2023. Three things you hate, girls and boys, and three things you love. Three things we hate, three things we love. Yeah, that was the brief. That was the idea. I actually was listening to the podcast that sort of set this up before, and we did say five. Um, but for the sake of, uh, sake of um, brevity, I guess. Let's knock it down to yes. three. Um, though I did think we'd have our, our have our boy with us. Um, have you got any, before you even get into the three, any highlights of the year that you can think of that aren't on the list? Like, did you go anywhere? Did you do anything? Did you like, what, what, what were great things in 2023 that aren't on that list? So let's, great things let's be positive. that aren't yeah. on the list. 
myself and him are buying our first home together. Congratulations. Thank you very much. We did that in April. Uh, we got our keys in April. April 1st. Well, we got our keys in March, but we did April 1st. Yeah. That was great. Uh, and as you know, the, the new addition to the family, uh, we Bjog. We Bjog. Uh, who you've had the honour, I would say, Aidan, of babysitting on multiple occasions mm-hmm. at this stage. We Bjog, of Isn't course, she... translates as small, small. Small, small, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's exactly it, we Bjog. Uh, and uh, Bjog, she's she's a delight. Oddly she? enough, mid-sized dog. Mid-sized dog, yeah. <laughs> but it's not really, we're not even trying to be erotic, it's the fact that everybody thinks she's a fucking wolfhound. Okay. Oh, dude, do you, have you not got no. that yet? Oh, man. I did have somebody Maybe. when I was walking her go, rescue dog, is she? And it's like, to begin with, I don't know, but also, why would you yeah. assume that? What po- most most sighthounds that people are walking around are probably rescues. Really? Okay. Is it- There's a good chance ninety nine percent of them are probably rescues. Okay. And yeah. um, oh man, like kind of, we get a couple of times a week. People will stop us. Oh, is she an Irish wolfhound? Irish wolfhound puppy? And it's just like, no, no, fully grown, fully grown. But uh, yeah, so Bjug, we Bjug, beautiful Bjug. Uh, she's been a great thing that we've had this yeah. year. Um. We moved studio in Dublin Link, which is kind of very cool. good. Yeah, the new studio is beautiful. Yes, lovely yes, space in the centre of the city. I was thinking actually, mm-hmm. fucking live drawing would be class in in that studio. Oh yeah, I'd love it. Yeah, if we should do, try and do some live drawing lessons there next year, maybe. But anyways, um, for like aimed at tattoo we artists did. or aimed at like just broad like Doctor Sketchy public service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just bring some people just, in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. A lot of glass to have nude model in. Not downstairs, bro. Oh, you mean the new studio? Yeah. Okay, sorry. I thought you meant the old one. No, no, no. The new studio. Okay. Perfect. All right. It's a huge space downstairs. Yeah. You know. Okay. Pretty good. Could be yeah. good. Um, but like any sort of drawing or whatever, really. You know, we're just, we're just saying it today. It could be class for life, John. But um, what else is there? Uh, well, I had an, a lovely little break in... Uh, what they call it in Poland that was very nice but to be honest me myself and Nima went to a hotel in Ireland a couple of weeks ago and that was probably one of the highlights that was just so chill and so nice I've seen lots of friends get married as well what was the hotel good this year oh we just went to some random one in Cork what, uh, you, we but you know for, what you went to right and it was some Radisson pal it was just okay. it was a basic old one uh, but it just it was kind of like we we, we did you know, we just don't get to kind of we don't get much time to ourselves I hear you, I hear you. you know I hear you. And it was just nice to kind of, we, we kind of, we turned what was a wedding and a friend's 40 into, we were able to Miranda like a kind of a day and a half for ourselves in there, you know, yeah. um, which is pretty awesome. Uh, I've read lots of great comics. I've, you know, seen some great movies, some bad movies, some, I can't even remember sometimes. I must start writing this stuff down more. I always say that, but I never do. But um, there have been some highlights. Yeah. You know, I've been able to see your show. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah, for sure, buddy. Uh, yeah, there've been there've been some highlights really. I'm just trying to think. Well, to be honest, that's that's loads. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think for me as well. Like, I mean, look, I I spent three months in Chicago. You had a great absolute year. fucking blast. Um, Six Flags, phenomenal. New Orleans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Wisconsin, St. Louis, St. Louis. Yeah. Nashville, um, Graceland. Like, while we were asking this question here for a minute, um, it occurred to me I went to Lisbon in March. Lisbon was such a blast. I went with the comedy group, and we just, like, when I say to you... God, I forgot about that. Yeah, and when I, when I say to you that, that, like, that weekend, that, like, 
three days, two and a half, three mm. days. Like we woke up in the morning, had a coffee in the kitchen, walked outside, walked a hundred yards, sat down and had a, a bigger breakfast, coffee and and like French toast, got up, walked for f- a half an hour, had another coffee, walked for 40 minutes, had a pastel donata, walked for 40 minutes, had a sandwich. Mm. Like we just walked between food places and drinking and like tinned fish and and just yeah. beautiful sights. Like yeah. Lisbon was an absolute fucking uh, yeah, highlight. Like it was amazing. I'd never thought to go to Lisbon and it was just like, this is phenomenal. Um, it's yeah. great. Maybe we should get the, the end of stream boys go to Lisbon. Um, yeah, why not? Uh, now that go, being said, we did actually, we spent all of 10 minutes on the like Lisbon equivalent of Temple Bar and it was hellish. Mm. I saw that street and was just like, oh my God, this is fucking horrible. Um, so, you know, pick, pick your areas. Um, yeah, of course, of course. Uh, other highlights? Media highlights? Anything in that end? Well, we're going to get the media highlights, yeah, I guess, in I'm our just... run. That would suffer come more organically, yeah. you know? We're going to talk about the good and bad yeah. and in between. But uh, I'm, I met yeah. phenomenal people. I had a great year. Yeah. Um, I think. I think. I think we've had a good year. Taking the, taking the good with the bad, the bad with the good. Yeah. Not without stresses, of course, but I have to say, a good year overall. Absolutely. Yeah. Most enjoyable. I think so. Um, I think one of the biggest years of my life, but one of the funnest as well, you know? Yeah. Like I said, oh yeah, just also one of my highlights of this year was being able to go to Cork uh, for one of my friends' stags and hanging out with some of the lads I grew up in secondary school. And obviously, like I see some of them all the time, yeah. but the ones I wear in touch, but we don't get to see each other. And just seeing some of the lads at the weddings and stuff was so much fucking fun. I love it. I've been very lucky this year, actually. I've caught up with a lot of the guys that I grew up with. Uh, and like one of my friends, Neddy, he's in Canada. He stayed over in my place a few times and stuff. And yeah, like it's been it's it's been a great year. It's just been a crazy year. Yeah, but I feel you've had a crazy year between uh, Portugal, Chicago, a month in Edinburgh, the Fringe Festival, yeah. trip and, to London. Yeah, and also finishing in a job that you worked in for quite a long time. Yeah, that's like that was such a relief to get out of that job in many ways. But like, but then the the other edge of that coin or the other side of that coin is like the uncertainty. Like I'm still. Mm-hmm. I'm still unemployed, and that was March. So, um, well, you can't say you're still unemployed, and that was March because realistically, you've only started looking. I would say since September. Would that be correct? September, October, November, December. So four months of sending in job applications. And you have, well, yeah, you've had worked a little bit on and off in other bits and bobs. Um, Don't say yourself short. I uh, haven't though. Um, but uh, yeah, look, the job thing's pretty demoralizing, but I won't dwell on that. Um, like my art stuff has like kind of noticeably to my mind got better if yeah, that makes course. any sense yeah. um yeah. like i started i did some paintings here for for christmas presents and things and uh it's interesting hopping back into physical media probably since for the first time since before the pandemic i've done a lot of digital work the pandemic kicked me into procreate in a big mm-hmm. big way and doing all of the illustrations for this podcast has mm-hmm. like improved my the, my concepting, my draftsmanship, my color theory. Like, I was not a good colorist. Now I, I used to draw in a very cell shady style. Now I, I like to take the time to do very painterly stuff, even if it's not great. 
um, I'm playing with stuff. Um, mm. Like even today, painting something, I found myself making a choice in the color mixing process that I wouldn't have made a year ago. I just, you know, thinking about an element of color theory that I have a better grasp of. Um, yeah, I, I think this has been a little bit of a banner year. What does the banner year mean? It's a, it's a good year. You put, you put a fucking oh. sign up, I guess, right? Is that what it, is that what it means? We, put, we so. put a sign up. We put a banner up. Fair. Uh, um, yeah, it has been a great year, I have to say, you know. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, let's talk then about our rigget, rigget, rigget. 2023 roundup. Um, do you want to start negative or positive? What do you want? One of each? We go We go one for one Always for one? Always start on the bright side of life. Boom, boom. How about we go so, one negative, one positive? That way we end on a positive. Okay, okay. okay? okay. So, okay, so you start then. What do you want to start? Negative or positive? I'm going to start negative. We'll do negative, positive, negative, positive, negative. Um, that way we end up on a positive, okay. on two positives to end. Okay. Um, okay. So we tried to look at the things that we've watched, touched on, consumed. Um, Basically watched, read. Yeah, I think so. It. It's the media end of stuff. Um, yeah, it's the media end of stuff. And from, video games can go on there as well. Like yeah, it. video games. I haven't played much video games. I've been out in the world so much, you know, so it's been Same. more videos and, and this stuff. Is it. I haven't played anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Secret Invasion, man. Okay. That's okay, so that's that's my first negative. That's your first negative. It was top to bottom dog shit. Okay. And I I'm as I'm saying this, I'm listening to your okay's going, Where you, how did he feel about this show in the end? I'm trying to remember how you felt about it. But we'll come to it. Let me let me I guess make yeah. my case. Um yeah, yeah. Uh, I love everybody in that. I love well, I, I'm yeah. not mad on um, that I don't get specific, but I like I like the cast. I think there was so much potential. There's actually somebody in that show that I went to school with years ago. Haven't spoken to him in yeah. fucking years, but I was like, there he is. That's fucking great. He's in a Marvel show. Amazing, great work. Um, they got some flack. They got much flack for the fact that the opening credits were done using AI tools, which mm-hmm. is like okay, I can understand that. Um, but thematically, we said the the concept of a narrative based around identity theft and authenticity having ai opening credits is kind of cool uh taking that concept a little further it would have been awesome if by the final episode where we're sort of writing the ship or coming to some sort of victory i assume it would have been cool if the credits gradually got more like human handmade and but that obviously didn't happen but there's enough in that that's like i there's enough in that show where i don't think this happened Maybe I'm nuts, maybe I'm paranoid, but I watched scenes that were so by-the-numbers, vague spy show tropes that I was just like, did they open ChatGPT and go, scene between two spies, reminiscent of Three Days of the Condor, set in a museum, go. And then just whatever they came out, they just changed the names to Nick Fury and Davros or Mm. Talos, sorry. Um, Like, there's scene after scene in that, I can go, Oh, that's a takeoff from uh, like the museum scene is Skyfall, the the standing up stuff. Like I can I can go through spy movies and go like there's a scene where Nick Fury goes to a grave where he has stuff stocked like a like he's got like a he's like he's got a go bag basically like in a very born identity kind of way 
Mm-hmm. But if you remember the Born Identity, where he goes to a safe deposit box somewhere and opens a box and it's got all his gear in it. If you remember this scene, it's a mausoleum with four grave holders or or spaces for ashes, like recesses for urns, I guess, whatever you'd call them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. And he opens one after the other to retrieve things. And they're as stupid as like a gun in one and a passport in the other and a fucking eye patch in one of them. Like, it's like, just open yeah. one fucking box. There is no part of this show, ultimately, that did not fucking annoy me. Down to Amelia Clark's fucking super scroll at the end, making no, no fucking sense beyond. <sighs> so, uh, Secret Invasion. Big pile of dog shit. All of the Razzies. I, uh, je regret. Um, yeah. So, that is my... Uh, I don't even have these in any order. Um, I mean... No, 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 no. Huh? Uh, th- that is my first boo of 2023. How about you? Okay. Well, my first boo of 2023 is the same. It's the same? Yes, it's a secret invasion as well. Phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Tell, tell yeah. me your reasons. Um, oh, to be honest, like, there was parts of secret invasion that I actually kind of got really into and really liked. Right? Yep. Parts of it. I like that scene where, I want to say his name is like, oh, geez. Uh, what's the character's name? Davros or something? Who's the Australian the actor playing the scroll. He was he was, was he Davros. He was oh, Talos. Talos. And then who was the guy that you went to school with? Fellas, fellow named Achillean Scott. Uh, he played uh, the villain's like lead henchman guy. He's not the main villain. Not the main villain. No, he played like the henchman. He brought him. He brought him in. Olivia Coleman's in this fucking thing as well, and she's you know she's good, but she's given dog shit to work with. With a K. Oh, okay, okay. So I don't know him. I don't recognize him. I don't even recognize him in the in the TV show now. If I'm being honest with you, fair enough. I was talking about the main guy, yeah. but that's that's just that's just my own fault there. Um, but uh, I don't recognize Kenny Scott now. But uh, the main guy, the main villain, I thought he was cool, and uh, and uh, like I liked the scene where he kind of uh, he approached the kind of the underground kind of government board sure. of scrolls and he made them kind of like renounce their human uh, facade and expose themselves and it like kill them or whatever like stuff like that there was some stuff in the eye thought like oh this is so cool because like it's like an under it's like a race of aliens infiltrating earth played by our own by our rules but then have their own secret society with leaders and armies and commanders and stuff within it and i kind of thought that stuff was fun i know it's not super original but it's fun and mm-hmm. um, and I really liked that scene. I thought that scene was great. I really found the tension and stuff. But uh, but I remember watching the last episode and then it ended and stuff and being like, whoa, what the fuck was that? Like, what? And I, I'm kind of being like, what the fuck was that? Thinking there was going to be another episode halfway through and then I'm realizing it's the last episode. I was like, oh, this is like Secret Invasion. What the fuck? Like, there was like, I remember reading Secret Invasion or maybe when I read it, it was kind of like they were doing the early 2000s version of Secret Invasions, if you get me. Mm-hmm. Like there was, it was, there was scroll, it was Fantastic Four and it was scrolling and stuff. But I remember reading like some Secret Invasion stuff. And, uh, but this, this is like 90s maybe. But like, but like I, by the time I was reading it, I was in the early 2000s. But I was still in secondary school. But I was reading it anyways. But, uh, it's like, uh, oh, how did someone get Secret Invasion from that? Someone was going to make a Secret Invasion TV show and they came out with that. Yeah. I don't know, man. And like, yeah, and like, like as you said, like you know, the, the actors and everybody in it were good. A uh, huge cast, and a great cast. Uh, like, I'm living cold, man. What a waste of some amazing talent, you know? 
Um, but uh, I kind of feel like they could have just made cool, weird alien spy show. Like we had that shit when we were younger on the other TV shows. Yeah, yeah. No, we've had we've right? had spy shows. We know how to do spy shows. I don't know what it is. I even aliens living under the the guise of humans and within society. We've had yeah. those shows before where they're kind of cool and like you know, there's tension and it's weird and all that kind of stuff. Like, what the it's fuck is this? it's just it's just endlessly. Um, oh, we keep talking about it. You know, there's just too much for them to keep a handle on. Was Earth Final Conflict? Was that a TV show? Yeah. Did that have like grey aliens or kind of elongated yeah. heads? So the concept of Earth was Final Gene Conflict Rod- was uh, an alien race comes down and basically starts helping human- humans convert uh, the world into a utopia. Everything seems real, but there's a, uh, a subtle undertone of dominance and control. And they start to build a little uh, underground to sort of go, what actually is going on in the background here? And it's very tense. Uh, uh, like, I don't even ever ever think it was particularly clear as to what the the visitors or the... the they gave them a name, didn't they? Um, I, I literally, to be honest, I, I, when I literally said Earth Final Conflict, that's probably the most thought I was given that in a long time. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I did like I did like Earth Final Conflict, right? But it's just like Taylor. that's a show that that's a show that kind of yeah, Taylor's that's a show that kind of shows humans and aliens or you know you aliens and Earth culture yeah. and different things like that, you know. Um, yeah, I watched something briefly that looked at like the Sci Fi Channel's like early days and it's like p- p- driving remit in the early two thousands to create weird fucking sci fi shows. You know, mm. like like space above and beyond, and Farscape, and Earth Final Conflict, and the Fourth Wave, or whatever the fuck I call it. Like yeah, all of yeah. these shows that we would have watched growing up, that were just like seemingly unique, original properties. Um, yeah. But well, I, I, like I don't, know, I can't remember enough about Earth Final Conflict to compare it to Secret Invasion. But my point was basically like, kind of, we've had cool aliens kind of infiltrating Earth shows before. What the fuck I just this? feel like they've like lost the run of DMC. the narrative needs to be good. You can't just call it a Marvel show and it yeah, be and good. Yeah, it off. Like seeing, yeah. seeing Amelia Clark and seeing people just sitting there going, I'm in a Marvel show. And it's like, yeah, but yeah. it's it's dog shit and you're not like yeah. researching like what character you are, are you playing and are they good and is there 40 years of legacy and 40 years of narrative to draw from and build on and create something good yeah. out of one of the great things about the Marvel universe is it's been focus tested to fuck by multiple swings and rewrites yeah. and attempts and re exactly rehash to high heavens. Yeah. You know this stuff. Like there's there's basically scripts and storyboards ready to go. Yeah. You How know what I mean? Versions of all of the origin stories have they done before they've like gone? Hey, here's a here's a. How many versions of Captain America's origin story and interpretations of Captain America have we seen before they arrived at? the Ultimates version that had the World War II yeah. angle on it that we actually ended up seeing Chris Pratt kind of be. Like, yeah, same with same any, like Phoenix anyway, Saga and stuff. We're just, yeah. we're so, just there. I, con- I concur. Cool. So, Secret Invasion. Let's go with a positive the worst TV show. Okay. okay. Um, I'm going to go with... Look, I'm not the most... I'm not the most musical dude. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not like a music nerd. Mm-hmm. But I am trying to put a bit of music onto this brand up as well of things I enjoyed in 2023. So I'm going to mm-hmm. go with a, um, uh, I'm going to go with a band I saw and have listened to since in, um, 
I'm kind of on two minds about this, right? There's a band I saw, like, the second... No, third day I was in Chicago. Um, they were opening up for somebody else. I can't even remember who the fuck that was. But these two were so fucking fun, and I really enjoyed it. The band is called Party Dozen. It's a two-piece mm-hmm. band from Sydney. Uh, it's uh, Kirsty Tickle and Jonathan Boulay. Ooh. Um, on saxophone, Kirsty Tickle. And percussion and sampler is Jonathan Boulay. And it's fun. And I think I told you about it on the podcast years back. It's very, like, fucking dissonant, noisy, punky. Like, I don't know what you would call it. Um, but it was cool. And, uh, like, Kirsty's singing involved using the microphone that sat in the bell of the saxophone. So when she just mm-hmm. when she'd play a fucking play her little heart out for a fucking while and then turn it around just scream into the bell of the saxophone and the mic would pick it up. And it just was cool. Um I say the band to say the band. It was cool. I really enjoyed it. They've got a collaboration with Nick Cave as well called oh, wow. uh, Mac of the Mutt is the song, I believe. Um so mm-hmm. it's cool. Um on a sweeter note, just I'm trying to I'm trying to pair two things here in, in the one category. Um, I heard for the first time this year uh, a song by Ludon Wainwright III called The Swimming Song. And it's a real, like, nostalgia-y, beautiful little, like, wasn't summer lovely kind of song. And I used it for one of my reels looking back on, like, the trip I did oh, in Chicago. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. And it's such a sweet, adventurous uh, song. song. I don't know if you want to play yourself a little bit of it there. We can cut it out just so you can hear what I'm talking about. Well, I wrote it down, but I want to check it okay. out. Um, One second. But you can do it, Hmm. Well, I mean, I don't know. Do I do I put a little bit of it in here, or do we get flagged for copyright? I don't know how much of it we can use. I wouldn't put it in. Yeah. Just leave it. I think you'd like it, actually. That's it. Yeah, very much my jam. Yeah, it's very banjo You're a Western boy. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like Ludon Wainwright is 77 or 73 years old, so it's not like it's a new find, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So give us a positive yeah. one. Um, well, actually, I forgot to mention, Altogether Now was a very good experience this year. I went to my first music festival, but that's not my positive. That was my was first musical music. festival last year, where the headliner was Nick Cave, who I love very much, oh, and it was an absolute blast. Love, would have loved to see Nick Cave. I saw Iggy Pop, but that, and that was cool. Yeah. Nick Cave is he was, he was awesome. He was amazing. But, uh, so, you said music. So, I, I, I will say, because I assume you haven't got a comic book. I haven't got a comic uh, book, I'm afraid. So, I'll do a comic book. Uh, it's a comic book I was waiting for for a long time. And uh, the trade paperback came out then this year. Uh, Daniel Warren Johnson's To Do a Powerbomb. Well, actually, did that come out last year? Let me do a Google. If you could out last The trade paperback came out this year. Did you read it last year? I probably read the I probably read the individual issues last year and made and read the trade trade paper this year. Do a power bomb originally published March 7, twenty twenty three. Okay, there you go. Uh, well, that's the trade paperback. Do a power bomb. I have all the single issues. Do a power bomb number one. Here's a review from Comic Book Roundup in June twenty two. Doesn't count, yeah, dude. So, uh, doesn't count. Well, what's a comic I have a backup. I have a backup. This this comic book I read in twenty twenty three. So it's uh, Minor Threats by Patton Oswald, Jordan Bloom, Scott Hepburn, who I love their artwork. 
Their artwork is amazing. Uh, don't know if I spoke about Minor Threats here. I hope this came out this year. I'm pretty sure Minor Threats came it out. It doesn't year. matter if it came out this year. You read it this year. I read it this year. Um, Minor Threats, man. What can I say about it? Uh, it's a bunch of D-list, C-list villains. Um, kind of, long story short, a supervillain mm-hmm. kills the main superhero's psychic. Right. The main superhero loses their absolutely, absolute fucking mind and wreaks havoc on the town trying to find the main supervillain. Right. And all these C-listers decide, like, because all the superheroes are now being wrangled in to hunt down this criminal. And all this, uh, excuse me, and they're going through everybody, you know? Mm-hmm. So these C-list villains who are more probably, like, you know, villains as circumstances of life as opposed to having, like, in, in, like integrity bad morals or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they they decide, well, you know what, before this guy can hunt us down and kill, him, kill us, we're going to find the criminal that did this, Stigma. Stigma's the criminal. And um, so they, these C-list villains all go on the, go uh, out there to find Stigma. There's double crosses, there's savage characters, there's great art, there's so much fun, there's great tropes. Um, I'm not going to say too much about it because I don't want to give it away, but uh, it's really, really good fun. Like, and all the, all the kind of characters are ridiculous, you know? It focuses on a kind of a character who has like toy making abilities, a little bit like Forge, mm. you know, that kind of way of just can create stuff. And as far as I remember, yeah, but can just build stuff that kind of toy oriented and uses weapons, you know. Uh, but they're all like I said, they're all seamless villains, so they're useless, you know. Yeah. But uh, it's a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Uh, and if you, I don't know if you're aware of Scott Hepburn or their art, uh, they're so good. They are brilliant, and it's written by Patton Oswalt, who we love. Uh, who we love and there's also been a sequel to this book but it's not fully out yet and it's not collected and i think it's called the oh my god it's like the associates it's not the associates or the ascendants the ascendants or something anyway it doesn't matter uh but it's really really good and uh i totally enjoyed it or i totally enjoyed it it's really really brilliant if you haven't read it i'm not giving it to the end of it because it's excellent cool taiki wakiti said he was hooked Kyle Higgins, smart, sharp, world building about someone looking to better than they about someone looking to be better than they are, better than where they're from, better than who they were supposed to be. All rendered beautifully by Scott and Ian's doing uh, some of their finest work and super, uh, oh and the supervisions more celebrations than destructions. I can't wait to see what's next for Frankie. But anyways, yeah, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Um, exactly what you'd expect from Pat Oswald. It's intelligent, funny, and twisted. That's great. That's a great suggestion. Yeah, minor threats. Minor threats. It's so much fun. And dude, just like yeah, the artwork and the coloring is great. Like I gotta say, like I love it. And um, I could I could sit here and name a bunch of comics that I read this year that I, you know that I thought were great. And I did. It was it's it basically I did, I thought I picked two bar bomb because I remember buying the. The trade payback this year, and I'm a big fan of Daniel Warren Johnson. He's also doing Transformers at the moment, but I'm not finished it. Cool. And Transformers. Yeah, like, I mean, he, his, his, his spec art or fan art or whatever you want to call it for his Transformers stuff, historically, we've seen, like, it's great. Um, yeah, so. yeah I, was watching, I was watching him drawing a video, of, like, or I was watching him drawing Transformers, you know? And, like, the, the dude's just drawing all these Transformers and no ruler. And it's just, and like, a brush pen. It's just, like, that's class. Yeah. It's so cool that he's, like, he's drawing Transformers without being rigid mm. you know he's drawn it loose and fast it's so cool it's amazing so yeah minor threats cool. is my second second on the list cool. 
Oh, first, sorry, first, first on your first positive on, first, list, yeah. First on my positive list, yeah. The second on my negative list, then. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if this is fair. I know. I think mine's fair, but go on. Um, I really feel like I wish my brain could conjure up something negative that isn't this thing. Um, that, uh, oh. Okay, I'll do this. Um, I don't think it's fair to say Vampire Hunter D from 1985. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to. Actually, I'm going to. Um, God, that's hard to fucking watch. That was so hard to watch. It's one of those things where it's like, like it's it's unfair really because it was a different age, it was a different budget. But then at the same time, there's stuff from the 80s that's fucking phenomenal. So this is, this is, woof, woof. It's hard to watch. I mean, it spawned a franchise after it and there's good stuff after it. And I only ended up watching it because of a fucking mix-up. But, oh, that is hard to oh, fucking God watch. Bless you. Um, Fair play for watching it. Yeah. That's the, that's the original, is it? I guess so, one? yeah. I guess it it, 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 it gave enough, it, it had enough of a hook for people to care about it, for them to be given another shot. And I'm hoping, or I'm assuming the rest of it's better than that because, whew. I hate that. I hate a, I hate a slog. I fucking hate a slog. Yeah. Um, I, I, don't, I don't need to say much more about that I mean I can tell you that I didn't entirely enjoy the sound of music but that's not the same thing as it being a bad thing it's just I didn't quite enjoy it it's, yeah well look kind of if you want to move on to my second thing that I disliked this year uh, The Flash okay this was this was circling my list of like things I didn't enjoy but the thing is I actually enjoyed my screening I did like it's got bad bits in it but like I I was I was I, re- I enjoyed going to the cinema that day and uh, it was a silly movie. Tell me what you didn't you like. You see, well, I'll just to caveat this with, I saw The Flash immediately followed by uh, Spider-Man into the Spider- across Spider-Verse. And one day in the Oof. cinema, you know? Okay. Yeah. Um, so, so I'm glad you did it in that order. Flash first and then yeah. Spider-Man? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, You've done it the other way around. Oh, boy. <sighs> but you see, this is the thing, though. You know, I kind of, I spent the day watching, consuming two movies, that were on very different scales of good and bad, you know. Spider Man into Cross Spider Verse didn't make my list. It would have for sure because it's really really good. But you know what? Aside from just like kind of liking uh, Supergirl and thinking she looked cool, and kind of being like, yeah, a little bit of fan favor, you know, uh, Michael Keaton's back. Mm-hmm. There was just so much fucking around with this movie, in this movie, like. Costumes looking like absolute, absolute rubbish. Uh, crazy There's stupid no jokes and baby showers. And, yeah, so dude, it was just, it was like, when I think back of it, like, why? Batman's adults, costume, Wonder Woman's when demeanor. Think, when I think back of it, why did a group of adults or an adult person, like, I know we, I know they're not in the best frame of mind or whatever, but it's just like, playing a character like that, how did you not think that would be, like, incredibly grating? You know, mm-hmm. like the younger Barry Allen or whatever he was called. Yeah. Oh my God, man! It's it's and like and then the poor person had to play his love interest or their love interest. They got absolutely shafted. She's like fucking it, isn't she? But as I mean, like, but like you know, for something that was probably going to be a thing, and they, they you know, it was awful. And then even the George Clooney cameo at the bottom, like, fuck off! No one wanted it. No the one fucking cared about Aquaman it. cameo at the end. Yeah, rubbish. Rubbish. Like I, I, I like Jason Momoa, but he just needs to stay away from African Aquaman. Oh, he wants to. For fuck's sake, I'm, I'm absolutely certain of it at this point. Yeah, that man um, wants the fuck out. 
so yeah so that's basically like uh, number two on the shit list uh, no particular order but the Flash Man it just it was just so oh god and I've watched some bad movies and stuff this year but that was just so just rubbish there's no excuse for it it's rubbish like we've seen superhero movies that have come out I, it, uh, it's just top to bottom the the costumes terrible that's insane man the special effects there's no excuse for it no, like this cage in it that's, uh, top to bottom is unfair okay uh, Sasha Kale's Supergirl looked great that was a yeah, great that's interpretation the Supergirl was the best she thing in cool. it and like you know there's a part of me that was just happy to see Mike Keaton's Batman again and he was just, class in it they let him Batman class in be it. awesome they really did yes uh, and there was another thing I just kind of said there before but yeah, like, like, you know, doing stuff like Christopher Reeves in there and, you know. They, George they, they Reeves. Just, they, oh, no. Christopher Reeves was in there as well. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, saw, I literally saw a clip of somebody pointing out that George Reeves. The original. The, the black and white Superman. Pulling yes, that no. guy up and using that footage. Like, it's it generally understood that that man killed himself because he got typecast as playing Superman. Yeah, that's pretty insensitive. Am I wrong? Like, they, they then just. I don't know enough about it. And oddly enough, Ben Affleck played him in a movie. Yeah, no, no, yeah. Um, but basically, it's just and then the Nick Cage cameo, and like no one would get that. They didn't know that about the documentary. That like and dude, and like no one would get it if they weren't like fucking like elder nerds. Like we we got that because you know that was pertinent information. Those days were lies or another. Like you know it was kind of like we were all talking about. It, you know what I mean? Like but people like they haven't got a fucking clue what that's about. Yeah. That would be the deep cut for me, and I was like, "Well, the like, it's like okay." I was like, oh, "Okay, Mechanic Spider, Nicholas Cage." I don't like Nicholas Cage, you know. But Nicholas even Cage even talked about like going to the set and doing what he was supposed to be doing. Like, did you see that interview where he was just like, mm, "Oh, he, inter- he interviewed and said I was told that I would have this much time and that with them, and really all I had to do was turn around and react to to the world behind me, and so that's what I shot." Now, when I saw the movie. Suddenly, I'm fighting a spider. <laughs> it's like I didn't do any of. It. Yeah, um, anyways, yeah. So, number two in the shit list. Let's make it to the shit list. Um, positivity, positivity. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with. Uh, this is number three, right? This is our second positive oh. item. Uh, second positive item, and I have an honorable mention that I'm gonna give. Um, yeah, fair. This, form, this comes in the in the live show end of things. Um, John Mulaney's stand-up special in March yes. was astounding. I, um, I enjoyed it immensely. It was a whole lot of fucking fun. And getting to see the special subsequently. Oh my God, even as I say it, I just remembered Fight Like Apes was in March as well. Um, in the same venue. Those were two great shows. Um, but what I'm going with as my positive thing of the year, or my, my number one thing... Um, or my second positive thing is seeing Julia Masley in Edinburgh. Um, we oh, talked yes. about ha, her ha, before. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. Um, she's currently performing that show in London in various venues. Um, it's just again uh, surreal clowning that cares about you. That by the end of it, it builds a relationship with the audience in the room, so that you are all together in a shared experience, and it's so positive and so beautiful, and so fun, and it was like genuinely moving theatre. I felt an emotion. Who will talk? That I know. Awesome. It's, good to, it's good to do it once a year. Yeah, and if you want to hear what Aidy's talking about, uh, 
you can go back and listen to our mm, yeah her, her, there's a picture of her as the cover yeah it's, it was called ha 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 wasn't it yeah the episode was ha 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 um, and it is episode number one two three one two three okay oh yeah sure I was I was looking for I was looking for it on Spotify but it's a number which probably is that number it's on Spotify it's, it's, but then um, go with the Instagram Okay, okay, better. Yeah, so episode one, two, three, ha, 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 check it out. Uh, it's a super, even for me, I was interested in listening to you talk about it. Uh, and it sounds like a crazy experience. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Hmm. Um, oh, the fucking Bear Season 2 came out this year as well. Um, look, a lot of good stuff this year. But did we watch? So, do I, do I, should, I, should I mention what's number two in my Your, your second positive thing? Yeah. Yeah, I, like, I have a backup if we didn't watch this this year because my brain's a bit muddy. Okay, go for it. Was Mr. In-Between this year? Uh, give, Shavi, old dog. Give me a moment. I feel like it might be. Uh, October 22. Okay, well, my backup anyways, if it's not Mr. In-Between, which is great. Mr. In-Between is a great um, show. Go to Disney+, Plus, watch it. Yeah, yeah absolutely, while it's still there. Um, so, basically, Aiden, then, my favorite, I have kind of, I have one favorite and then an honorable mention. Yep. I think Gen V was excellent. Is that an honourable mention or a favourite? That's a favourite. Cool. Great show. I, Very good. I really like characters. V, yes. Um, even even better than like I liked season one of the boys. Yeah. Grim fucking you effects. Know? Yeah. Uh yeah. Really cool commentary on things, like really cool like insight to superhero powers that I didn't think before. You know, like as two people who consume a lot of, you know, this type of material, mm-hmm. it was cool. To kind of like be like, wow, I never thought of that power before. Or I never thought of that type of thing. You know, it was cool to kind of uh, still have my still have been blown away by stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and it did as well. It played with the um, it played with something that we saw in Logan as well, which is like the deterioration of a superhero or of a of a yeah. um, uh, a, a, a body. Or would you say a body? Like the like a power turning in on itself. When we saw yeah. um, Patrick Stewart's character suffering from dementia. Yeah, you know, we, yeah, we can yeah, see yeah. that the the degradation of a human body or the 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 deterioration over time, um, yeah. what that does to a person who has superpowers, like the even the guy who had the brain tumor that is going to kill him, but makes him also want to fucks with his inhibitions and makes him fuck things, like it was yeah, very funny, yeah. but it was also like, oof, Christ, yeah. So what a fun Gen Z was, uh, yeah, really really good show, and um, I look forward to more than that. Like, uh, and I have to say, probably Jordan, um, the character who could. Between male and female. Oh yeah, they were my favorite character. In it. Cool character. Yeah, they were so badass and so cool. Um, again, like I loved all the all the ideas that they put on these characters and the powers and how like in a contemporary. It's like basically it's just kind of like there's fresh ideas out there. There's great stuff out there, you know. And you might think something's as simple as like someone who can just change gender or whatever, but it's just like no, no, that's pretty fucking cool. That character is well written and so so well written, you know, so so cool. But um, and like you know, even like kind of Monroe's powers of being like kind of rooted in self harm, and uh, another character's Cricket's powers being rooted in kind of like body dysmorphia almost. You know, like they're all they're all powers associated with like common themes and issues people are facing today. Yeah, um, that you that know? Cricket's power thing, the like the fact that she has this, the fact that she has this thing inside her that she can do, but it's repressed based on. What uh, uh, self consciousness? Well, yeah, yeah. You know, like that's um, interesting. Eating and purging, yeah. Mm. 
the fact that she can get huge but for some reason that's seen as a negative you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah which is funny isn't it but uh, it's cool so uh, Gen V definitely up there uh, so much fun and then my honourable mention yes because I watched it this year season 4 I think it is of What We Do in the Shadows okay um Remember uh, Guillermo gets bitten by... Oh, uh, yes. A fun season. And uh, and Colin Robinson's bits where he tries to run in for local government or council. And, oh, my God, man. So much fun. So much fun. And and what we do... Our only murders in the building makes me laugh every time. But what we do in the shadows is 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 so fun, though. Yeah. It's great. Brilliant. It's a great collection. Yeah. Um, yeah but so, yeah. Gen V, but then I'll mention what we do in the shadows because it's just so much fun. And season four this year, and I love it. Then uh, I come to my third neg, neg, and it's going to be the Arnold Schwarzenegger series Fubar. Okay. I have been a lifelong Schwarzenegger fan, for good or for bad. I was raised with him as an icon, as a hero, as a a uh, uh, as a as a. Don't want to say role model these days based on his personal behavior, but based on the sort of like the heroic characters he played, you know, like I, w- I was watching heroes, um, yeah. even if they were like a little like edgy. Um, but uh, this show, with all the money they poured into it, with all the, the stuff they tried to crib from True Lies, with all the. Uh, I got an episode and a half into it, it was unfucking bearable. Maybe it gets better. Maybe. Mm. Oh, I honest to God, I just could not fucking deal. It was painful. Pain. I, I was just Oof. like, I don't know why I'm watching the fucking A-Team in 2023 with all the money you put into this. It lacked. Oof. Like, it was the kind of thing where it's like, I don't even think there was real fucking violence in it because it had to be appealing to everybody. So it just was just neutered. You know, it wasn't even like a Schwarzenegger violent film. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, um, I mean, say what you will about true lies. They're breaking necks and shooting faces. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, Did watch Fubar? I wanted to watch it, but I want to give it a shot. It. Give it a look. You know, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe you'll enjoy it. Um, I just was like so annoyed. Ah, I wasn't so annoyed. I was just like, this is this is frustrating. Yeah. On June seventeenth, twenty twenty-three, Netflix renewed the series for a second season. Cool. Cool. Oh, honorable mention for disappointment. That last season of The Witcher. Uh, well, I was. That was actually good to nearly be on my list because I just I put it on and I was just like, can't be fucked. Yeah. Don't know what the fuck's going on. None of these characters are likable. Uh, that's unfair. But like, I just I just wasn't digging it. It's so the the plots are so all over the fucking shop at this point. Yeah, and a lot of the Star Wars shows falling on their arses. Um. So what's your number three, Meg? So I, I struggled, to be honest. I struggled to pick a number three, you know? Um, I, was, I was trying to think of stuff that I found disappointing. And I'm sure there was stuff I found disappointing, you know? Um, but to be honest, and I, I, I kind of, how do I say this? I'm, I'm reluctant to say this to a degree. But, uh, but it is what it is. I guess one of my biggest disappointments this year was Kang. Kang specifically. Yeah. Just in the sense of, like, we didn't see him do much in uh, Ant-Man. We didn't see him do much in Loki Season 2. And it's just like, and then obviously, uh, you know, as it happened, Jonathan Majors has now been convicted, has he? 
Oh, okay, let me pull this up. I, I, I heard you wrong, or I misunderstood. Um, you said Kang, I heard Modoc. Um, okay. Uh, Jonathan Majors has been found guilty for reckless assault in the third degree and found guilty of harassment. Major could be in prison for a year. It's safe to say that Major's role as Kang will certainly not be seen again in the Marvel Cinematic Universe after the jury ruled and the, not in his favour. This is supposition, though. That's I don't know who's saying that. Um, no, sir. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard to know. I don't know what's going on. Like I heard somebody suggest that um, Major's had a like you can't recast me clause in his contract. I would I would also say there's also morality clauses and stuff in there as well, where it's like if you're found guilty of a massive fucking crime. Maybe yeah. this shit applies, you know. Yeah. So um, uh, there's that, you know. Um, but so when you say disappointment, you're saying is it because Jonathan Majors has proved has been because Jonathan Majors um, personally has proven to be an issue, or um, well, well, well. To be honest, it crossed my mind about where you know three things that I was unhappy with this movie this year. It crossed my mind about uh, Jonathan Majors before the actual stuff you heard today. Excuse me. Across my mind, before the stuff we heard today about Jonathan Majors, you know, uh, just in the sense of just like kind of, you know, I think, I think, I think what it alludes to is my issue with the MCU as as a whole, you know, mm. um, like kind of, it's not been good lately. Yeah, you know, it's definitely, definitely, movies have struggled to do to do to to to, to uh, forward the story at all, progress the story at all, you know, like I just. Like, you know, like, kind of, like, we, we were looking forward to it and we saw the signs building up to, like, uh, Endgame. Mm. And this has just been the, the phase two. And, if, and, I, the, and like, the thing is, they did Endgame having no experience. They have experience now. Yeah. They have more information. Yeah. They have more, you know, yeah, just more more experience. This should be and better. And it's just like, it's, it should be better, man. It all should be much better and much better planned. And I know COVID, you can say COVID or Spanish and works and all that, but it's not... About that, those things didn't affect Marvel, and we have to be we have to be honest about that. It didn't affect Marvel in the sense that like that doesn't that doesn't kind of yeah they've a long enough term plan yeah that this should be fucking working you know and like it's the thing as well I, I've said it a bunch because I I'm so fucking smart I'm so fucking smart Kevin I'm so smart I've got fucking no, ideas not. about nerd things um I get erections when I see how smart you oh are. that's good to hear um. Yeah. Brain when they started, they tried to hire the best. It's hard to hire the best mm-hmm. when you're making as much as you are. At a certain point, you've just got to hire who's available. Mm-hmm. And that's going to fuck with you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you yeah. if you want if you want precision and excellence, what is it? You can have it fast, good, or cheap? Yeah, you can have, exactly. You can, we said <laughs> about tattoos. You can have, if you're a tattoo artist, you can be two or three things exactly. Fast, good, and or cheap. Yeah. I would like to say I'm... Moultrie. Yeah. I'm perfect. Well, right now they're giving us a lot of it fast. Yeah, well, not Marvel, that's for sure. And it's not good. Um, yeah, so, kind of, I think that's kind of my my kind of... Negatives. Yeah. Negatives, yeah, because like I know, like, yeah, like, look, the, the, the MCU stuff, man, it's like, where's it going? You know? Mm-hmm. Shang-Chi, Eternals, all this shit. Okay. Like, I like, I like these characters, and don't get me wrong, but it's just like, I just don't have any, like, there's no, basically, like, Marvel, like, when you start hearing about, oh, could bring back Robbie Downey Jr. and this and that, and it's just like, no. 
Because it's also how much can you split the time across the fucking quantity of characters at this point then? You know, yeah. are we supposed to care about Richard Madden? I know what I want to. Okay. You know, let's let's go with our last positive ones, right? Um, okay. I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to give you a couple of honorable mention. Yeah. Um, Ninja Turtles Meet and Mayhem. Loved it. Fun fucking film. Across the Spider-Verse. Loved it. Fun fucking film. It should be the number one thing here, but that I just think there's too much rehashing to remind you of the first movie. There's a lot of recapping, and I just think it mm -hmm. it pads a movie out a half an hour longer than it needs to be. Um, uh, uh, Nimona, I think Nimona's. Dude, hmm? I just watched that. It's great. I watched that last week. My order is Nimona, Ninja Turtles, Across the Spider Verse, and my number one good thing of the year, Blue Eyed Samurai. Okay, completely so Blue Eyed Samurai, I need to watch. I still haven't finished it. It came completely out of nowhere for me, and I fucking loved it. Um, Fair. It's. Look, I'm sure it's got moments where I'd watch again and go, oh, it's taking its time here or whatever. But just like for the fact that I had no anticipation for a brand new property to just hit and just be as good as it fucking is. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. I was distraught to see a, a, a little interview with one of the producers or directors yeah. or whatever the fuck who was saying, we don't know if we're renewed. And when we don't know that we're renewed, we have to let the crew go. So <sighs> the uh, the institutional knowledge you have with a bunch of animators that have spent two years, three years animating a character, it is gone. Now, maybe it has since been renewed. Maybe that's soon enough that they can get as many people back as they want. Because if you've got a bunch of, if you've got a team that has spent the last two years animating Misu and knows how to do it perfectly, that's better than having to get a bunch of people in who have to learn to mimic the traits and the ticks and the, the, the performance nuances that were developed over time by an original crew. Like most TV shows, I wouldn't give a shit, but because this is as good as it is, I I really hope they get as many of the original crew back as possible because Fair. it's just going to help it. Um, Blue Eyed Samurai, that's my my final on the list uh, because the same as yourself, basically. And I think I was lucky, but it's like I didn't hear a single thing about it. I didn't watch a single trailer, and I knew nothing. But up until this point, one of my favorite contemporary horror movies was It Follows. Right. And It Follows is great. Yeah. And it still is probably my favorite contemporary horror movie, certainly of the last, I'd say, 15 to 20 years. However, Ooh. Talk to Me was fucking awesome. Wow. Talk to Me was so good, man. That, and I, I was thinking about this, when I do Guardians of the Galaxy, when I say, like, you know, The Killer... When I say, uh, you know, there was a few kind of like things I was like, I really enjoyed that I had lots of fun with. Uh, but I think Talk To Me, it's just, it's a movie I'll recommend to people, you know? It's a movie I'll, I'll probably watch next Halloween, hmm. you know? And I don't know, say, am I, am I going to recommend other movies? Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I don't necessarily, like, this This is a movie that I think is great. And I'd watch it with friends, I'd watch it again, I'd recommend it, it's great. Yeah. It was so well shot. The story was, story was so well done. Uh, so efficient, mm -hmm. you know, straight to it. It was awesome. That's great. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I think that's it. Like, I, I've watched a few documentaries that are great and all that kind of stuff. But I will say, with the exception of you know, hand, a handful of TV shows that we watched, or you know, 
uh, like I said, Gen V was great. Like, but I'd love to re. I did. It, I just feel like I didn't get stuck into anything this year. Okay. You know, what? like I've been certainly less enamored with, like, say, the MCU shows. Mm. So I didn't really enjoy them as much. Or, you know, uh, yeah, it's kind of just like, like you know, the way like sometimes. Sorry, do you know the way like sometimes like everybody's hyped for a TV show or a movie or something? I kind of feel there wasn't anything really like that this year, or a documentary, or anything, you know? You didn't feel the like, sort of cultural like, zeitgeisty buzziness? I, exactly. I like collective buzzes. I like, you know, when everybody's having fun or listening to podcasts or TV shows, or, you know, you can come in and talk about them and different things of that. Like, But I just feel like it's been... It has, I know it's Succession, everybody's on about Succession, and I've not watched it, and I will watch it, but... Um, but at that point, you're a year behind the buzz, yeah. But this is yeah. it, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so... Uh, so yeah, kind of talk to me because uh, they were also new directors and all that kind yeah, of stuff. It was their yeah. first feature film. In first feature, so, they made a lot of shorts, a lot of like online content. Yeah, oh great, great feature, like wild, yeah. brilliant. So that's that's my three cents. Any any hopes or anticipations for next year? Hopes for next year. Uh, hopes for next year. I'm going to be honest with you. My hopes for next year. I want to read more. Book books or comic books. Book books, but comic books also, hmm. you know. Uh, I, I I kind of, I have a shame pile that I'd like to get through. There's stuff that I'm really, really interested in and want to read and just kind of say, never have. And it's just like, kind of, I'm, I'm interested in picking up some of the, you know, there's like the epic collections that Marvel do. Yeah. I want to get some stuff like that. See, I'm, I'm, I always think those things are wildly overwhelming. The ones that are like two inch fucking thick, like phone books. <laughs> Yeah, I would say no. See, I don't mind. They, like, mm, let me just show you one for. They have one for example. Nah, man, it's about they're about, they're about an inch thick. If even okay, they're not too bad. They're soft. Bad. They're I can't, chunky like, boys. They're chunky boys, but like I just because I was thinking about getting like the uh, omnibus of Invincible and all that kind of mm. stuff. But it's just like I, they're so big and heavy. I don't think I'd ever read it. But uh, but I like I want to. I'd love to read some of Claremont's, like the original Claremont stuff. You know, I have read bits and pieces, of course, and I know what they're yeah. you know. The general consensus, but like Spider-Man, Craven, The Last Hunt. I don't think I've ever read that. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess just like careful with the big boys, because like I mean, I bought Thor and Iron Man and stuff back in the day, and they were just like the like the reprint thick, you know, get it into you, collecteds, and they're that fucking big, and I just could oh. never bring myself to sit down with the fucking things. Oh really? Oh well, because you see, I did it with Ghost Rider. Uh, honorable mention. Yeah. Uh, I went back to the seventies and started reading Ghost Rider, and I'm, I'm loving it, man. Okay, it's great. Like I also, this sounds kind of strange, but I'm, I'm also just like not particularly precious about those books. Yeah. So it's like so you can be, a little, meet, you can be a little rougher with them. Yeah. 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 But you have um, again, you have the Marvel app, right? I have the Marvel app, yeah. Um, but you know, there's just at the end of the day, like kind of there's just there's more on like just. Yeah, I, th- I think I might have to cancel that app. I have not read a book in there all year. Oh, I re- I I probably look at it every week. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm paying for that and have not. Um, I look at it about every week, and it's also great for work and references and everything and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. um, but uh, you know, I have X Men Second Genesis, and I have X Men Executioner song, uh, and that's like kind of like fun stuff. I'm just trying to see if there's any other like, collections. I have a Moon Knight one. Mm. I think I think a Wonder Man one is coming out in the 23rd of December. I'm not too sure, but uh, but yeah, man, just. Just so, yeah, basically, next year, yeah, I want to read a bit more. I want to draw a lot more. But I want to draw traditionally, not so much digitally. Mm. And then, as a hopes for next year, no hopes, just get my driving license, get my car, 
Yeah. Hopes. What hopes and dreams have you got? I don't know. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Do you know what I hope? Go on. I hope you all have a merry fucking Christmas. Hope you all have a merry fucking Christmas. Christmas.